What is the impact of supply chain problems on the global managed services profession? That is today's question on the MSP Zone. You are entering the MSP Zone, a podcast for the managed services community, covering news, analysis, and interviews from around the globe. Elevate your MSP game by staying in the MSP Zone. And now, your host, Charles Weaver. Welcome to the MSP Zone, where we talk about all things managed services, cloud computing, Nonstop. That is what we do. It's what we've been doing for 21 years. And we like doing it because it's fun. This is an industry profession, some would call it, that is always reinventing itself, always facing new challenges, always new opportunities. And that's part of uh, the reason that makes it a great business to be in. Today, we're going to take a bit of a twist, and we're going to talk about some economic factors that are impacting managed services, VARs, customers alike. Uh, It's an interesting topic. It's something that is being picked up on in the non-tech world, in the non-tech media, and it's something that really does make, um, it, it, it asked, it made me rethink some legacy opinions that I've had uh, about the IT channel um, for a while. And I thought it would be great to share with all of you out there so you guys can have a, uh, a perspective on this and maybe a comment or, or let your voice be, be, be known. So this is based off of a, I don't know when this was written, I think few weeks ago. It wasn't that long ago, I don't believe. Uh, this this article doesn't have a date on it. Um, but it, it wasn't that it wasn't that long ago. And it's a Forbes article. Sorry, it was October 11th, so a few weeks ago, but not that long. Um, it's a Forbes article, and the title of the article is The Value of VARs is Diminishing in Cybersecurity. And it goes on to say, here's how to get it back. Now, whether it can be gotten back is a real question, but let's just take the first part of it. The value of the VARs is diminishing in cybersecurity. And I think that when I read it, I said, okay, um, this person probably isn't uh, necessarily um, you know, in the know. Maybe they are. It uh, looks like they're, they're part of a, a security vendor. It looks like they're, uh, they're working at Trend Micro. Um, uh, out of Singapore, and the the gist of it is basically that the the SaaS market, um, and they're calling you know uh, software as a service, uh, and I think they're making some some generalizations here about you know what VARs do, but but basically it's it's saying that VARs are are getting marginalized. And because of that, they're not really having a role in cybersecurity. And the, although I'm, you know, I read through this and I didn't really see anything that talked uh, a lot about MSPs. Um, they, they talk about VARs, they talk about SOC as a service, 
but they don't really, it's not a managed services article. And that in and of itself is a problem because it shows this author's uh, perspective of writing an article like this and talking about everything except for managed services and cybersecurity is is a big omission in my opinion. Now, maybe they did it on purpose. I don't know. I can't say. But read the article, and, and you'll see that the article just goes out and, and makes the point that VARs have been marginalized in cybersecurity because they're, they're, they're just not selling cybersecurity. And I think that the how to get it back element of the article is, oh, maybe you should resell, I don't know, maybe Trend Micro's um, cybersecurity services. Uh, and there's nothing I have against Trend Micro. They're a great company. Um, but obviously this is, this is uh, maybe part opinion, part sales pitch, um, but it doesn't mean that the underlying theme of the title is incorrect. I think it is correct. Uh, whether VARs should be reselling cybersecurity software is a completely different question, right? There's a question of, is it the right move for them as a company? There's a question of whether or not it's the right move from, from a consumer standpoint to buy software as a service, cybersecurity solutions from a VAR who's not doing anything else other than the, the actual sale component of it. But it gets me back to my, my general topic, which is supply chain problems. And are supply chain problems forcing VARs to have a change of their business model? Now, if, if you've spent any amount of time in the managed services profession, you will know that we have seen a gradual, some periods of acceleration, but a gradual multi-decade transition from break-fix, call it VAR if you want, but break-fix to proactive services, right? That's the general trend. New startups don't start up as break-fix companies. New startups don't start up as VARs. Typically, they start up as what? They start up as MSPs, right? That's where the new business momentum is because that's where the demand is. That's where the money is. That's where the need is. It's not in the reactive. It's not in the value-added reseller. Now, that doesn't mean that the new MSPs don't have VAR elements to them. Many of them do, but they're fairly small. They're fairly uh, if, if they are consequential, they're only consequential to the furtherance and the growth of their managed services business. But let me draw your attention to the supply chain element of, of this equation. We're, you turn on the news, any news station, and they'll t talk to you about, you know, at least in America and probably in other countries, there are ships standing out, you know, just away from port, fully loaded with goods that are unable to be offloaded because maybe there's dock worker shortages, maybe there are lack of trucking um, and logistics or trains or what have you. There, there's a problem with the supply chain delivery on a global basis. And the, the VARs, 
the value-added resellers who rely significantly on supply chain efficiencies in order to do their job, having already been fairly squeezed over the last two to three decades, you know, by brick fix to proactive pressures, now have this to contend with. Meaning they now have a an unreliable supply chain that can't get them goods and services in a timely fashion, that's a real problem. I mean, if you're a VAR, if you're a legacy VAR that has been stick, sticking around, unable or unwilling to make the change to managed services because the VAR business is just too big, too big to fail, it's too big to risk the uncertainty of starting up a managed services practice. And I get it. Even though it's the right move to do, I get that it could be scary if you don't have the domain-level expertise. I get it. But I, 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 I just witnessed an MSP that has both an MSP and a, I'll call it a VAR practice. And their, their business basically said, like we're, the VAR business said, we're holding on to a, and ordering a lot of equipment as much as we can, because as soon as it comes in, it, it's sold. We're even buying stuff that we don't have orders for because we can find an order for it immediately. That's a, that's a problem. That's not a good thing to have. That's a problem because it, it leads to a lack of predictability. So VARs are certainly having supply chain disruption right now. They're not the only ones in the world, but they are, you know, in the IT channel and therefore it impacts us. The VARs having a supply chain problem it cannot last forever, meaning they're either going to figure this out, the supply chain problem, or they're going to figure out another way to generate revenue. Now, the article, and the reason that I brought up the article is because the article addresses the other side of the component, which is that author's, that particular author's idea that the VAR should be hedging their bets on supply chain disruption by getting out there and doing more in cybersecurity, particularly reselling software as a service around cybersecurity. Fine. Maybe that would be a, a, a good solution. I think it's a stopgap solution. I think it's short-term at best. I think that it, you know, it doesn't think of the complete picture. Uh, if I was a CEO of a big VAR and I was saying, wow, I'm, uh, we're, we're looking at some really unpredictable um, times here for, for ability to get product out to our customers, my solution wouldn't be solely, oh, we're just going to be in, this, in, the, in the SaaS reseller business. Now, I, if, if that you know, hurts the, the feelings of this author at Trend Micro, I apologize. Um, and it's not because you, you have bad products. It's because VARs are not the optimal organization to be pushing out SaaS offerings. You know, there, there's a big component that, that is missing that, you know, companies, oh, I don't know, let's call them MSPs, would be far better, far more adept, far more skilled at offering those or at least managing those SaaS offerings 
on behalf of the customer than a VAR would. So I think that there's something that we should be paying attention to in the next um, coming months and in, in the year or two, as, as long as we have the supply chain disruption. The supply chain disruption, don't be surprised if you start to see some of the private equity money that's freely flowing out there. We've talked about it in recent episodes. That private equity money might actually start to act on a period of consolidation. And I do mean consolidation in the, in the true economic sense of the word. Consolidation in the VAR or the reactive IT community. Now, I've said many, many times, there is no consolidation. There is no fragmentation, as people want to call it. There's diversity. There is market demand being met by the existing managed services ecosystem. There is fragmentation, and there is a readiness for consolidation in the VAR community or in the break-fix IT community. That is an absolute fact, in my opinion. And I think that if you're, if you're looking at consolidation of any type, look at it there. Now, maybe the, maybe the private equity community would say that that's not valuable to them. I don't know. I mean, there's still money flowing through those companies, as inefficient as they may be. But the VARs, the break-fix companies, need to figure this out. They need to figure out their supply chain problems. They need to figure out what their path is. The supply chain problem is just a, it's one problem of many. I mean, that's the, you know, it's, it's, it's the most recent issue for them, but it's not the, the first issue they've had. The, the, this is a challenge to their business model. Now, you know, I, I can think back to the, to the late 90s when I remember value-added reseller CEOs telling me, wow, we're, you know, we're sick of this business model. It's horrible. You never know what your, your revenue is going to be like from year to year. You're always chasing the next deal. The salespeople loved it. The salespeople made a killing working for a VAR. But the companies, the, the owners of the companies didn't because it wasn't very predictable. It wasn't a great business model to be in. And when they saw the technologies becoming available to the MSP community and they saw the predictability of the revenue, the stickiness of the, of the client relationships, they thought, that's the business I want to be in. This business I'm in now sucks. This is horrible. I want to get out of this and become like, those MSPs over there that are laughing it up and having a great time and loving life. I'm joking. I mean, I'm sure some MSPs were thinking that, but I'm talking about the business model uh, here. Now, the, the business model of the VAR having supply chain problems today is just the latest in a long string of business model issues with this way that, of doing business. And I think that maybe if you are a CEO, a shareholder, a business owner, 
a senior executive in a VAR or in a brick fix company, you might want to just think about getting out of it. There's no future in this business, meaning reactive IT. Proactive IT, managed services, is the future. It always has been. It will continue to be for the until something else changes, which I don't think it will. But this is the way of the future. This is the only way you combat cybersecurity threats. And if you're a VAR or a brick fix company and you're looking for the next thing, yeah, maybe you take that, that Forbes author um, advice and you start reselling another product. Although I don't think that that's the solution. I mean, you know, SaaS is unlikely to have a supply chain problem, and I suppose that's one of the points that the author makes. But it doesn't solve the legacy problem that the VAR still has. And that is that given the choice between buying a SaaS offering from a VAR or buying a SaaS offering from an MSP that I could actually wrap consulting and ongoing services around it, who's the customer going to pick? Nine times out of ten, it's going to be the MSP. So don't be surprised if our global supply chain problem that we all face today doesn't have a monumental impact in the, in the near term in forcing existing VARs and break-fix companies out of that business model and into and embracing the managed services business model which I've said before, right? We're not in a position where we have too few MSPs. We don't have enough qualified MSPs. I've said it before. I will keep saying it until people listen. We don't have enough qualified MSPs. We need more of them. A lot more. So maybe people read this Forbes article and they say, well, Maybe there's a future for me out of being a VAR, out of being a break-fix company. Maybe I can make a go of it in managed services. Either way, it's a real thing. It's a real thing that has its origination in real-world economic supply chain problems, but even those things are having an impact on the IT sector. And I think if, if you want the summary of, of the of the episode today is it's, it's going to have a positive impact on the managed services profession because as these supply chain problems impact, yeah, yes, the VAR, but also who are they impacting? They're impacting the customers. And as they have more and more problems getting access to hardware and software, it only stands to reason that they're going to rely even more heavily on their managed services providers to shore up the gaps when they can't get access to new technology. Things like virtualization, for example. Anyway, take a look at the article. Let me know what you think. Did I come to the wrong conclusion? And again, I didn't mean to pick on Trend Micro. It just happens to be that they were the ones that wrote the article. But it's a good article. It's worth discussing. 
Um, and especially if you're a VAR, I mean, honestly, I'd love to hear from you guys. If you have a VAR business out there, if, if you're an MSP and part of your business is value added sales, you want to talk about it? Come on the show. We'd love to talk to you about it. Maybe you have a different perspective that uh, we missed. It's always possible. Anyway, those are my thoughts. Until next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you will get notified when future episodes are released. We will see you next time in the MSP Zone.